All Century 21 real estate offices are independently owned and operated. This is the Real Estate Roundtable with Century 21 Jack Ruddy Real Estate. Good morning. I'm Jackie Ruddy, broker, and with Pat Devaney, my husband, fellow realtor. Good morning, Jackie. How you doing today? Wonderful. How are you? <laughs> Good. We come in separate cars. People think that we're... So we really don't see each other all the time. No, we don't. We have with us today, once again, this week, Mary Vanston, former real estate broker, real estate appraiser. Thank you for being here with us. Oh, you're welcome, Jackie. You operated Mary Vanston Real Estate in Blakely for many years with your husband, Gene. Correct. And you had a fabulous business. We're so happy you're taking a stroll down memory lane with us last Love week. It. Love last it. week and this week. We're talking about the changes in real estate. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. and Sunday at 11.30 a.m. where we address real estate topics. We have a full-time real estate office with many experienced, relentless realtors. We've been listing, selling, and appraising real estate for 50 years. 50 years. Wow. During the week, feel free to email us with any questions you have at questions at jruddy.com. That's questions at jruddy.com. Or you can give us a call at 570-344-6724. And when you go to jruddy.com, click on the webcam tab and get a live view of Dunmore Corners and see what's going on. View our listings, search the MLS listings, and listen to archive radio shows by going to mobilefriendlyjready.com, J-R-U-D-D-Y.com, where we also have all our podcasts, popular podcast apps that we offer the radio shows on. Uh, if you like to podcast, that's an option. Look us up on social media. We're pretty much everywhere, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Well, you know, uh, imitation is the highest form of flattery, right? Sure. There's a real estate office somewhere who's been listening to our shows, who has started a show based pretty much on ours. That's way out of the area, but I've been in contact with them. So yes. you're being copied. Yes. Yes. Well, that's fine. As long as it's not this no, area. No, it's, it's far, far yeah, away. Yeah. Well, a couple months ago, we had somebody not only, you know, want to say they had a radio show, but took our title too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They were the real estate right. round And they're table. local. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. if I told you who it is, it's no surprise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mary Vanston, former broker, certified appraiser. You were doing real estate before COVID for 46 years. Amazing. Yes, 46 years. And I'm so sorry I can't make the 50. But with COVID coming, Ugh. you know, and uh, I'm a lot older now, from the time I started as as a young woman back in nineteen seventy five, and uh, no, it, it was just too scary, you know, just going through yeah. houses with COVID. Well, understand. But now everything is a lot better, and uh, agents are out there selling like crazy. So, um, so it's good. Well, we've Real seen an increase in agents because you know every day we hear about the housing market, you know, being on fire and. Homes and values increasing, and oh my gosh, I'm going to make a million dollars. Right. Well, so I mean, I, since last year at this time, I think our numbers increased by about a hundred agents because everybody thinks they, you know, they want to be, and it's a good career move for a lot of people. But then, pe- I've seen it happen in my office too this year, where people thought real estate was a lot different, a lot easier than it actually is. It's very very competitive. All consuming though. I mean it's you're you have to be available you know, all the time. There's something going on at all hours, not just 9 to 5. And there's a lot of disappointments you're dealing with with a lot of the agents. 
Well, for instance, so in 2020, buyers typically searched for eight weeks, looked at probably an average of nine homes. Um, they start, even though they started their search online, over 90% of buyers search uh, for homes online, but they would go into at least nine homes and search for eight weeks. But, you know, I've been there, you've been there. How many times is you get the call from a buyer that you've been working with for and you've dropped everything for and they say, I have good news and bad news, you know, and it's, well, what's the bad news? We, well, we didn't, we, we bought a home. That's the good news, but it's private sale. It's a first sale by owner. So you get those disappointing calls after all that time and then you move on. You wish them the best. And they found what they're looking for and they're happy. So you, you want to be happy for them, but all that time and energy. Yes, that's very, very, uh, very disappointing. And I've gone through it many, many times as many other realtors have. You know, you're with them so long and you establish a nice social uh, atmosphere, you know, between you and, and the buyer. And then all of a sudden they come back and they tell you they found another house and we would call that like a FISBO. They found a for sale by owner. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's very difficult. But I remember many, many years ago, we used to go on caravans. And one of the uh, older realtors said to me, I said, oh, that's terrible. That's a terrible thing to happen. They said, yes, but it all balances out in the long run. Because someday, and many, many times, a buyer will walk in the office and they'll say they saw a house they want to purchase and all you have to do is show that one time, and it makes up for all the times that uh, a buyer went and purchased a, a FISBO. So it's, it's kind of even, and you have to keep that in the back of your mind. I keep telling the same story over and over when my agents, when I was a working broker of, of an agency— I would tell that story, and I think it helps. It really does. Right, but it takes time, and a lot of times these days, because we are in such an instant society, people think that it's going to happen overnight, but careers take a long time to develop. It takes a while to have a, uh, you know, book of business and referral, you know, a lot of times it takes 10, 15, 20 years to have those repeat clients that we all want. Yes, yes, that's the most important thing in this business is repeat. And um, I know, uh, you know, when, when I decided to open an office, I opened one, in fact, right down the street from your dad on Electric Street, a little storefront with two desks, two phones, and um, a heater because we didn't have any heat, <laughs> you know, in it. But that's how we started. And then we moved to North Scranton, and then we moved to the Mid Valley. And we also had an office up in uh, Hamlin and also at the hideout. So we, we, we tasted the market in different spots and finally ended end right in the Mid-Valley where my husband was from. And, and I, well, I was from Scranton, but he had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of relatives and a lot of, uh, of folks that he knew in the Mid-Valley. So that was quite lucrative. For us. You were right by the anchor. That was a great spot. Yes. You know, I still, when I drive down that road, I think of you all the time. How many times have I been in that office, right? Back in the day, we used to pick up keys 
We didn't have lock boxes. Right. Right. So we it was and we wrote contracts, you know, we hand wrote them or typed them in a typewriter and we would actually deliver them to the real estate office that, you know, if you had the listing and I had the buyer, I would take I would walk that listing to your office and then we would overnight them. For signatures, if our clients are out of the area, now right. we do everything on the computer, digital dig, digital signatures. It's just amazing how much the business has changed. Absolutely. Everything is in your hand with your iPhone because, you, as you just said, you could do the sales agreement and uh, you, you could click a button and send it out to get a signature, even if it's in California, and it comes back within hours. And then you could hit another button, and you could have it printed in your office. Right. And by the time you get back, everything is done. It's, it's, it's really amazing. Where years ago, we had to type it out. And, of course, we only had uh, a front and a back on a sales agreement. Now the one sales page, are, right. Yeah, one, one page. <laughs> a legal and, size. Right. And now there's at least With stuff, carbon copies. 13 or 14 sheets, depending on how many uh, addendums that you want to put into the agreement. But all this has to be read by your buyer, and you have to explain it as an agent. So you have to really know what's in that that sales agreement, and you 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 must you can't say just sign it. You have to explain it, and uh, uh, but but that's that's how it is now. And then you have the disclosure. You have to go over the disclosure with them so they know exactly what they're buying, and then there's a uh, summary sheet. That tells them what it's going to cost the bank, the mortgage, uh, their attorney, their closing costs. But the agent has to go through all those sheets before you could really say you've got a deal. You know, you brought up a good one, uh, seller's disclosure. So we were talking about that disappointing phone call. I've got good news, bad news. I found a house, but not with you. So, <laughs> but uh, so at least we can laugh about it. But yes. you know, so a lot of times private sellers don't know, don't understand, don't care that they are required to fill in a seller's disclosure and provide that to their buyer prior to the buyer making an offer. I mean, we're, we have it on our listings, on all of our listings, uh, disclosure. And even people that don't occupy a home that purchased a home, or if it's an estate where somebody's an executor, uh, there, if there's any knowledge of any defects, they must be disclosed, right? So we comply with the seller's disclosure law. It is a law, not just for realtors, but for anybody selling real estate. And that's missed a lot. Absolutely. But, but they didn't have to pay the commission. You know, I don't have to pay. I don't have to do. We don't have to do that. I'm going to get sued. But, you know, I, I saved I saved the commission. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. But after that, if they don't have a disclosure, then they come back, you know, they come back to the owner of the property and then they want to sue them. Right. Because they didn't Everybody's tell so them. so happy. They didn't tell them there's a leaky roof. They didn't tell them about the furnace that doesn't really work in the winter. They don't tell them about the leak under the sink. Or the termites. Yeah, oh, the termites. You know, that, that's a big surprise. So, you know, the money that they save with the realtor, they have to put out because now they want to sue the, uh, sue the seller of the property. So actually, the uh, disclosure protects the buyer, both buyer and seller, and of course the agent, too. 
So it's uh, it's it's a good good thing to have signed. So with the real estate, that's automatic. It's the law. And if you're trying to sell on your own, you should make sure you have a disclosure. It's very important. But on your own, and they, they and it often is to save the commission. And I understand that. And I you know I like to shop. I like to when I purchase. I'm very mindful of our purchases, and I like to get things on sale and, and coupons. Yeah, yeah. but you know. Um, <laughs> In the end, are they really saving? Because here's what's happening now. Our listings, most of them, are going within days. And we are receiving multiple, multiple offers, which is driving up the price. So when there's a bidding war, seller wins out because usually there's someone that's willing to pay more than what they're even asking. Absolutely. So, you know, sometimes, and it's it's... It's always, there's, there's studies to back this up. When a house or property is listed with a real estate person, agency, office, you're ten, you tend to actually get more in right. the long run. Because people using these online estimating tools, sometimes they, under, they underprice the house. Yeah, you know, certainly. They, they, and they don't know the current market conditions. Maybe they're basing it on a year ago sales. So, Yeah, when, when they have the Zestimate. They they really can't take into uh, the location. The realtor that's working the business, they know their locations, and they know they're going to get more money, uh, say, in certain sections of Green Ridge and Dunmore than they will in other sections of, of the city. So uh, you have to go by, by your realtor, and uh, if, if they feel your price is fair, they'll tell you. And they'll tell you, you know, uh, the the owner will probably ask, well, should I, I go down in this house or should I take a lesser offer? And the realtor uh, usually tries to be as honest as possible and says, you know, probably says, no, don't take this offer because your house is worth more than they're offering. So the third party being involved, with, which is the realtor, uh, negotiates for you. And then this way, buyers and sellers don't have to meet. And, and they get along better that way. If the buyer and seller meets, sometimes there's an argument and they just don't like, the seller doesn't like the buyer or the buyer doesn't like the seller. And there's no way that sale will ever get together. That's the truth. They'll take things personal. They're looking yes. through the house and they say they don't like this and that. They take it as a personal attack. You're absolutely right, Pat. 88% of recent buyers uh, purchased their home through a real estate agent or broker. So, you know, a lot of buyers want a real estate agent or broker to represent them. In fact, uh, over the years, I've had buyers where I've actually reached out to that for sale by owner and asked them if I could bring my buyer through. Most of the time, most for sale by owners were receptive. Sometimes I would get, you know, the click and, um, and I would go back to the buyer and say, listen, if you want to proceed, they don't really necessarily want me involved. So go ahead, go on your own. And a lot of the buyers I was working with passed. Could have been the home of their dreams, but they passed because they wanted to work with me and they wanted me to navigate the sale and they needed me to guide them and help them. So they didn't even want to. And see the property through your eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, not an emotional, oh, I have to have this now. Someone objective like Mary was just saying. Somebody who knows what they're looking at. So it is important. So, all right. Um, good stuff. 
We With us today is Mary Vanston, former broker and certified residential appraiser. Before we go to break, Pat, would you review a listing, please? Yes. We have a unique lot of lakefront land at Lot 31 North Covington Lakes Drive in Goldsboro for $239,000. This property has got 400 feet of uh, lake frontage. It's a perfect place to build your dream home. This one-acre piece of land on lakefront in the Poconos is a very rare find. Would you not agree with that, Mary? Is there any of that floating around? That sounds really good. It really is. These lakes are stocked with fish, and it's only allow electric motors that are allowed on the lake. There's no uh, gas motor boats. That's a one-acre lot of lakefront property at Lot 31 Covington Lakes Drive in Goolsboro for $239,000, and that's listed by Connie Seagraves of our office. You know, that's when she listed that, I looked at that listing, and I'll tell you what, and there's a drone picture. Did you take that yes, drone I picture? Yes, I did. Yeah, so, and I thought to myself, oh, gosh, I can see myself here. Like, just trees are my neighbors, you know, like. 400 birds. feet on the lake yeah, is a lot. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a lot. It is. Yeah. All right. I have the Greater Scranton Board of Realtors multi-list statistics year-to-date for multi-unit dwellings. You want to hear them? Yes. All right. The absorption rate, that's the amount of time in months that it would take to sell the current supply of for sale multi-units, is just under four months. Last year at this time, it was almost at six months. So that's seen a 30% decrease. Median list price is 150000 Median sales price is 133000 That median sales price is up 32%. The days on market is down, and this is quite significant, to 13 days on the market, dropped 73%. The number of multi-unit dwellings sold year-to-date is up 108%. Right. Wow. Multis, multis, you couldn't give them away a couple we of years ago. You couldn't give right. them away. away. You're right. Pending under contract listings up 83%. And the number of active listings is up almost 39%. And the new listings hitting the market is up almost 70%. That's the over. Fantastic. Yeah. Good stuff. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Real Estate Roundtable with Century 21 Jack Reddy Real Estate on 94.3 FM. The talker will return in just a few moments. Who are Century 21 agents? They're high-tech gizmo-packing problem solvers with an appetite for getting things done. They know the best places to buy a home, to sell a home, and to find antiques, if you're into that kind of thing. They're weatherproof, foolproof, and proof positive that smart people doing good work can make big things happen for great folks like you. Oh, and there's one nearby. This is who they are. This is what they do. Century 21 agents. Smarter. Bolder. Faster. Each office is independently owned and operated. Hi, this is Jackie Ruddy from Century 21 Jack Ruddy Real Estate. Is real estate on your mind? It's on ours 24-7. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or in need of an appraisal, you have questions, we have answers. Thinking of buying or selling a house and have questions? Tune in to the Real Estate Roundtable hosted by locally owned and operated Century 21 Jack Ruddy Real Estate on Saturday mornings at 11 and Sunday mornings at 1130. Call 570-344-6724. Or visit jready.com. That's J-R-U-D-D-Y dot com. 
Welcome back to the Real Estate Roundtable with Century 21 Jack Ruddy Real Estate on 94.3 FM The Talker. I'm Jackie Ruddy, broker, and with my husband, fellow realtor, Pat Devaney. And we're back. With Mary Vanston, former broker, real estate broker, real estate appraiser uh, in the Blakely area of our, in the Blakely section of our area for many, many years. Started in 1975. And uh, Gene, your husband, was a big part of your business, right? It was family-owned, operated, and run for many, many successful years. So we're taking a stroll down memory lane here. We're talking about the way it was, the way it is now. And a lot has changed. So buyers, sellers, and their needs and wants have changed. And also real estate professionals. Back when you and my dad... Did real estate back in the day, it was a lot different. It was more personal, Jackie, than it is now. Now we have our emails, and we have our texting, and we have all our technology, but we don't have that personal touch. I know when your dad was in business, I would physically bring the the, uh, the, buy, the uh, buyer's agency right to him, the agreement of sale right to him. And we'd sit down and discuss it, and he'd know a little bit about my buyers, and I would like know a more about his sellers also. And we'd have a discussion over it, and he'd say, well, Mary, let's go. Let's go and get this house sold. You know, it was uh, a lot more friendly than I, I would say now. More, confet- more competitive, more adversarial, I would say. Yeah. You know, com- well, people, uh, the agents would come in for keys, and we'd have conversations about uh, the house we were trying to sell and the key they were trying to pick up. Um, and we'd have more conversations on the telephone. Now the telephone is hardly used at all, you know, to express opinions. So you get uh, better vibes if you're personally talking to a seller or a buyer or the other agent, well, I feel anyway. There's a season for everything. I mean, I'm all, I'm not, if I'm calling somebody, it's not just to chew the fat. I mean, (laughs) but there are times when a phone call is necessary and I'm all about texting and emails too for time management, but there's, there's there's, some people who just won't even pick up the phone. Well, there are agents that will not talk to you you, and they'll say that I want everything in writing. We're going to do this through text and emails only. And it's, that makes it so much harder. There are some sure. things you need to discuss. Sure, absolutely. Things get missed. Mm-hmm. So even with clients, you know, clients do deserve that attention. And if they want to talk on the phone, I'm all about it. Right. And I, I'm listening to you on the phone. I could tell if you're angry at me. I can tell if you're happy. I could tell if you've been drinking. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just that personal touch. Yes, there are some things that need to be conveyed. Yes, you're absolutely right, Jackie. Right, so that's changed, and I've seen it just in the short time I've been doing real estate because I haven't been doing it nearly as long as you, but the way it was. And we used to have our home phone numbers on our business cards. That's right, we did. Yeah. Don't you love getting those calls on Uh, Easter Sunday uh, at home when everybody's around the table? Or on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's my favorite. That real estate emergency on Thanksgiving. Yes, Yes, because we used to forward the office phones at night and on the weekends to our personal phones, so our phones were ringing all the time. Ringing all the time. My kids always said, 
we grew up with real estate because mom was on the phone and she was staring the French fries or stirring the sauce <laughs> at the same time. And every time we tried to talk to her, she was on the phone. And it was the home phone because yes. I would give them both. We couldn't lose a sale, so we gave them both phone numbers. There were no cell phones back then. Right, no cell phones. Right. Absolutely. It was state-of-the-art when we had those bag phones that you plugged into the... The, the cigarette lighter, Yeah, right? the yep. cigarette lighter. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. A lot has changed. And so uh, how about financing? Back when you were in the height of, you, of, of your career, you saw different interest rates. And you've seen the change in a lot of the uh, availability now of different programs for buyers. But back, uh, there was a time when you needed 10% down, 20% yes. down. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, for VA, of course, it's still the same. We Zero percent. We don't need anything down. Uh, for FHA, we need uh, 3.5% down now. It used to be 3%, but that went up to 3.5%. But uh, back in the day, we got hit with uh, 17%, you know, um, interest, interest, interest rate, so 17%. So it wasn't, sometimes buyers couldn't go to a bank. That's right. They had to come to us, and we had to go to the seller. And the seller had to give a, a, a purchase money mortgage. Which is which owner is, financing. Which is owner financing, absolutely. And we, in order to survive, we had to do it. It was quite complicated, but we did it. You know, you, you have to resort to other things, you know, once, uh, once the interest rate went up so high. So the owner financed the deal, Correct. and so the yeah. buyer would pay them like they would pay a bank right. a monthly amount. Yes, and, and when they, they were f- finished, then they got, you know, they got their mortgage torn up, basically. Yeah, so we we had to do that, and then that way the seller would give it to them, say at thirteen percent instead of seventeen percent. So it was a good deal for the buyer, and the seller got his house sold. So that was the bottom line. Right. Okay. Yeah, that would make things very interesting. I can't imagine. We do still have people call us and wonder about that. If there's any, you know, rent, well, they call it rent to own these days where they, a portion of the rent would, would go towards the purchase of the home. But mm-hmm. um, in, in a sense, it would be kind of the same thing. Yeah, they never seem to end well, do they? No, no. Yeah. Oh, no, you need, No. No, I don't even want to get into what you need there. But it's it's a. It was a vehicle at the time. Yeah. Yes, and we had to do it. And I understand why buyers would want to pursue something like that. They maybe lack the savings and the credit score to be able to go to a bank, but it's just not happening in today's market where well, they couldn't afford it. Right. They couldn't afford those payments at the bank, and of course they wouldn't qualify for it. So they had to go to the owner. And if the owner wanted to sell the property, uh, then he had to resort to it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot over the years that have have uh, changed. Now you go to a bank. Yes. Or a lot of people have cash. Absolutely. At least 30% of the sales these days, cash. All yeah. cash. Cash is king. Yes. And a lot of um, buyers will make an offer, cash. And uh, also uh, say, you know, well, we're, we're not going to have any inspections. And, uh, you know, they're, especially if it's a newer house. So that, that goes over quite well with, with the seller of the house because that way he doesn't have to worry about 
a number one and an appraisal, and he doesn't have to worry about the people getting the money, and he doesn't have to worry, um, really worry about anything, especially if uh, there's no disclosures. There's a disclosure, but they don't have to really worry about it because they're eliminating inspections. Thank you, Mary. Mary Vanston, former broker and certified residential appraiser. We really appreciated your time today and last week. Thanks for joining the Real Estate Roundtable. Thank you, Jackie. You're welcome. Pat, would you like to review a listing? Yes, we have a gorgeous three-bedroom, three-bath, ranch-style home at 104-5th Street in Mayfield for $225,000. This home, it's got a newly remodeled living room, master bedroom, and a beautiful remodeled uh, bathroom. This home, it's got, ma- it's got beautiful hardwood floors. When you look at the pictures, you'll notice that it's got the beautiful, shiny hardwood floors, ductless air conditioning. It's got a fireplace. It's got a handicap accessible ramp on the front. It's got a large in-ground pool and a large built-in two-car garage. The basement is partially finished for additional living space and a covered front porch with low taxes, all of this in the Lakeland School District. That's a three-bedroom, three-bath home with a two-car garage and an in-ground pool at 104-5th Street in Mayfield for $225,000. And that's listed by Franny Mancuso of our office. I'd like to wish all our listeners a very happy Thanksgiving. Yes, and don't discuss politics and everything will be fine. <laughs> Mary, good. Mary good. you're going to cook the turkey. You usually do the Thanksgiving feast. Uh, no, my son and uh, daughter-in-law will be doing that. Okay, yes. well, you enjoy. It's their turn. All right, don't eat too much. <laughs> Remember to tune in next Saturday at 11 a.m. and Sunday at 11.30 a.m. to listen to more of the Real Estate Roundtable with Century 21, Jack Reddy Real Estate, and 94.3 FM, The Talker.